Hi guys, welcome to the SaaS Sessions podcast. I'm Abhilash and I'll be your host for today. We have Tanish Juneja on the podcast today. Tanish is the CEO of Peppy Post. Peppy Post has around has over 50,000 customers and they send around 8 billion emails per month. Today we'll deep dive into the history of Peppy Post and how it all began. Welcome to the podcast Tanish. How are you doing? Thanks Abhilash, thanks for having me. I'm doing very well. How are you doing? I'm good as well. How exactly are you coping up with the entire covid situation right now? Oh, I think it is uh, one word which everyone uh, says is uncertainty. I think uh, everyone is working very hard. Everyone is uh, listening to warning uh, from what is coming from government and uh, I think this is the best time India has shown that you know how disciplined or how sincere we are and uh, I feel that for marketers, for businesses, this is really a tough time, and uh, we hope that we are able to uh, overcome this soon. And uh, uh, the number of uh, sessions, the number of webinars, the number of online learnings—I think all of that has increased. So, which is amazing that this whole period uh, of crisis, people are taking it as as an opportunity to learn a lot. I think. Uh, these these couple of weeks and couple of months should everyone should look forward to learning a lot of new things doing things which they have not done before and take this crisis situation as a biggest uh, good time period for you to learn noted noted and uh, like as you mentioned rightly that uh, on everything's moved online people are learning more engaging more uh, i wanted to understand from a business perspective have you seen certain trends uh, in the industry like say in email marketing itself like have email volumes dropped or are people engaging more with emails like what's your take on that sure i think what you said uh, uh, there are two things one is are people engaging more with email so the answer is yes and i'll come i'll circle back on that and have people have the volumes gone down or have people sent less I think the answer is again yes. See, uh, the first and foremost, the industries which are impacted—the travel, the hospitality—these are like uh, the first and foremost industries which have been impacted. I'm sure e-commerce has again, uh, you know, been impacted because the deliveries are not happening. Uh, not many people are uh, trying to invest into uh, things like luxury items or or buying new stuff because they know that right now they don't know for how long this will last. So, uh, uh, so I think most most of these verticals they have stopped uh, or they have narrowed down or they are sending minimum amount of emailing. They are not sending emails to just sell. Uh, they are being very very uh, relevant, and hence the volumes have gone down from these industries. So, for example, I'm sure uh, you know uh, from travel leaders to hospitality leaders, they would not be sending a lot of emails. So that is uh, definitely the risk. Uh, you know, you can't oversend right now at this situation when people are so uh, sensitive about things. Second thing is, most people are spending their time online. They are being more sincere. You know, back in the days, let's take uh, the time before COVID. You would send out an email and expect a response. The response could come in first 24 hours. Uh, today, people are responding within one hour or within 30 minutes of receiving the emails. People are more online. They everything they want to do is through emails or through these meetings and Skype meetings and Zoom call meetings. So I think uh, the response uh, on the emails have improved or uh, people are opening more. We have seen a trend of 20 to 25% more open rates. 
uh, for certain uh, category of emails and and we continue to see more presence online to get these insights and understand what exactly is happening across in these times now uh, coming back to uh, our general discussion like i wanted to understand how exactly did peppy post start sure so uh, so peppy post is uh, an incubation under netcore uh, netcore is uh, uh, we all know that netcore is a marketing automation and technology leader in the space and uh, netcore has this very entrepreneurial culture so uh, i was heading the email business at netcore and netcore uh, predominantly was very popular with email marketing and email deliverability i think that has been the business uh, with netcore since last 15 to 20 years uh so uh, what we were doing were we were selling to enterprises and uh, we had this uh, good clarity and control on how to manage deliverability how to help people and on the other side we were not doing anything on the smb side so we were just selling to enterprises so the idea was that what we are doing here on the enterprise side can we do it first on the smb side as well that was number one second thought was we did some sort of research and we realized that uh there are people who are on the smb side who are helping small senders or people who are not sending very very large volumes they are helping but then uh, there was a there was a niche where people needed deliverability help uh, they were not getting or they were getting people needed the customer service they were getting they were not getting uh, their emails were delayed especially the important emails were delayed they needed more friendly email apis etc all of this without losing or without actually selling their arm leg or kidney so uh, it was all very expensive out there we thought that okay uh, we, we we have always believed that uh, we can ha- manage deliverability very well for brands and when we can do it for enterprises why not you know take that deliverability expertise online so that's how peppy post was born uh, we wanted to create a, a saas product where we we help uh, smb sort of market smb upper smb and mid market sort of customers and we reach out to the world we help them uh, and uh, people can send emails fast deliver them in inbox every time without making a hole in their pocket so that was the core focus and and the team at pevy post uh, they 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 believe in this one why that we do whatever we do we are so obsessed so we do all of this for the love of emails so for the love of emails has been our why and you will find it as a hashtag in all of our conversations a lot of our emails we send out etc so that has been our why that's amazing coming back to how exactly you started like i uh, i see that the email space is kind of crowded like if you would have to categorize it you could categorize it like into two spheres a red ocean and a blue ocean so in in a, in a sense where a blue ocean is somewhere where you just start off where there are not too many players and then you kind of you know, bring in your niche and grow versus a red ocean where there are a lot of players and then you suddenly are a part there as well so in peppy post case i think that uh, at that time when you guys had started it might have been that you would have entered a red ocean because there were other players out there as well like you mentioned that cost would be one differentiator but uh, is there any other differentiator uh, that has helped you grow apart from just uh, the cost uh, aspect of it sure sure i think that's a very uh, valid question uh, and a very important one uh, obviously starting in blue ocean is extremely simple and finding a blue ocean is extremely difficult uh, starting in a starting in a red ocean is, is quite uh, quite difficult because you don't get uh, a lot of opportunities and red ocean is all you know everywhere today if you look at softwares if you look at tech there's a lot of red ocean today 
and uh, email is in some or the other way commodity you know uh, everyone uh, if if uh, there are developers out there who can understand that just putting a postfix server or just putting a smtp server and you can just start sending out emails right it doesn't matter back in the days uh, i'm talking about a decade back uh, banks or brands uh, bfsi customers specifically or brands would you know a lot of people would send emails in house their it teams would set up emails in house and there was no problems and uh, people would not even worry whether my emails are delivered in inbox or spam like these are the things which they would have not even known and uh, it was not so popular it was predominantly a market which was naive uh, in india and i think uh, uh, today uh, uh, 2015 i would say when we started uh, late 2015 early 2016 we feel that it was a red ocean out there but we we when we did our research we realized that there is one thing which uh, others are not doing and we wanted to sort of uh, bring in that so when we started peppy post we said that everyone who sends out email either your email gets opened or gets clicked or sorry or does not gets opened so either the fate of the email is it is delivered and you open it or you don't open it uh, most of the brands in fact everyone in the world charges you for every email which is sent out what we did with peppy post when we launched we launched with a pricing strategy where we would not charge people for emails which are opened which means that the engagement is free right so uh, when let's assume that you send out 100000 emails and 30000 people opened your email you only have to pay us for 70000 emails you do not have to pay anything for 30000 emails in fact i remember we have brands who send out emails uh, uh, these are exceptionally critical time sensitive emails uh, they get 80 85% open rates they don't pay us for 85% of the emails they pay us only for 15% of the emails right and that is what we started with and obviously if you look at our side the peppy which is our mascot the superhero we call ourselves as email delivery superhero uh that itself uh, garnered a lot of traction our unique price uh, our unique pricing model garnered a lot of traction and we 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 really uh, got a lot of love from the industry and we felt that okay i think our uh, in the red ocean you sh- should have something very very unique and uh, we also told people why the pricing is such so we we told them that uh, for deliverability for having more emails to be delivered in inboxes you need to have more open rates or more engagement on your emails that is one of the predominant factor for good email deliverability that if whatever you are sending gets more engagement if it gets less engagement obviously your reputation uh, uh, suffers so uh, most brands who are sending good emails they would get a lot of good engagement and that good engagement is helping peppy post infrastructure as well as their own domains reputation to uh, uh, to be better and better every day now uh, because they are doing good stuff we wanted to reward them and hence we uh, we continue to uh, make sure that we will not charge them for emails open and that way uh, there was a time when i think our infrastructure is so whitelisted that we were delivering a lot of emails in inbox i think the highest amount of emails to be delivered in inbox was done by peppy post and uh, we were uh, i think uh, for any email delivery service or for any email service provider if they do not deliver emails in inbox they are not in business so i think and and you can't go to a shop and say hey take 100 dollars and give me or take a million dollar and give me 1 kg of reputation you can't buy reputation right so uh, we our pricing model was building a reputation and our pricing model was shooing away the spammers because they would not get engagements and and uh, so it was a win win for both and whatever win we were making we wanted to reward back to our senders so that was our red ocean uh, strategy very interesting um like 
as you mentioned like what uh, all the steps that you've taken now deliverability i think for a, for a normal person like they don't get this like they just see emails in their inbox and i i assume that companies and marketers send out emails their goal is to make sure that the email content is put in a right way so that it gets delivered to email inboxes whereas a normal user wouldn't understand this like uh, how would uh, like if someone's trying to send out emails like what what would be best practices that you would recommend so that they even if they don't understand the entire concept of it they can at least follow these to make sure that their emails land up where they have to sure so uh, so i would start by saying that uh, i think uh, gmail is one of the primary uh, you know i think it was it is king of msps uh, if you look at your own list uh, of uh, your own customers you would see maximum number of customers are gmail.com or uh, any list size has gmail as a primary uh, uh, readers or users so gmail had this uh, fundamental issue with spammers and uh, they kept on saying that if if you are sending out emails which people are opening people are engaging with then uh, your reputation is good and we will continue to deliver your emails in inbox the second thing so so they uh, so gmail has launched a lot of things in the past uh, uh, but most important thing is that how do you engage with your users or how uh, are you engaging with your list or how engaging is your list and how uh, how how frequently you are cleaning your list so when i say cleaning it is not about uh, buying data and cleaning uh, the list cleaning also means that uh, if there are readers in your list who have subscribed to your list but they are not engaging with it uh, how frequently do you make sure that you put them in a bucket which is less engaging bucket and then there is a more engaging bucket and the less engaging bucket gets less number of emails and there is a content or a email marketing team who is strategizing to ensure that uh, the less engaging bucket gets more relevant or more personalized sort of conversation and the most engaging budget, uh, bucket gets another different kind of conversations and so on and so forth so you can create different sort of buckets so i would say that uh, fundamentally one of the most important best practices how do you get the list how do you build the list so one thumb rule is that never purchase data i think this obviously is not the practice right now in the industry but uh, back in the days i remember 2010 uh people used to buy a lot of data uh there are still some companies who believe in buying data i i feel that uh, it's a big no the thumb rule is never buy data never at all uh, you never want to start your company uh, by uh, by sending out an email which uh, the guy doesn't remember subscribing to so that is one a very important thumb rule and and sometimes people also make a mistake that uh, when brands uh, you know subscribe so let's suppose if someone has subscribed to mintra uh flipkart should not be sending out emails from flipkart.com to the mintra user or uh mintra should not be sending out an email uh to a mintra user who would not recognize that domain maybe mintra would use some other domain like a fashion domain fashion.com but mintra users would not recognize that so i think that is one of the very important best practice so how do you get the users how do you build the list your list should be people who are subscribing to you uh because they want to receive your emails so that is number one uh second is make sure that the the when the user subscribes to your list that is a very hot period make sure that they engage with you they reply to you you know for example how many brands would have the first email which is sent out to a user uh they would get a reply from a user have you ever got an email which you would have replied so create campaigns where people could interact with the brand or reply to a brand even a co-founder or a ceo can send out an email saying that i would want to personally talk to you and maybe there is a reply because the once 
once you reply it is very very powerful engagement channel or it is a very powerful engagement indicator so uh, so engagement is again one of the very important best practice in case you're not getting engaged with the users as soon as you see the engagement is going down do not wait that uh, the user will one miraculous day try to wake up and look at your email if you do not make an attempt to change your strategy if you do not make an attempt to send a more personalized conversation people will not engage so uh, create buckets create different strategies uh, uh, you know i see a lot of brands sending out deal of the day and the deal of the day remains the same for all 30 days so why should user engage with them so i think uh, one of the most important best practices make sure that users are engaging if users are not engaging then make sure that you are sending very very personalized content piece uh, third very important thing is when people unsubscribe from your email please ensure that you unsubscribe them if people are marking your emails as spam please ensure you have a feedback loop in place so that you remove them from your list you do not want to touch base with a user who is not happy with you because uh, when people unsubscribe you uh, and if you continue to send them an email they would mark your email as spam and spam is uh, is the deadliest uh, dent on their reputation so you do not want to get into spam and uh, you do not want abuse complaints at all so i think these are a uh, couple of best practices i would say on deliverability side yeah perfect perfect thank you so much for sharing those i'm i'm definitely sure people are going to keep those in mind whenever they create their strategies now uh, coming back to emails as a channel itself like uh, there's been a lot of development like people always keep saying that email is dead but that's never the case and google itself like their amp emails and i think there are a few more products that google is trying to launch like how uh, what do you think is the future of email like what what are you seeing as trends that would eventually come up on email sure uh, i think uh, 2009 when i joined uh, netcore uh it's my first company i joined and uh, email is the first industry i joined and the first blog i remember i wrote was email is not dead back in the days 2009 uh people used to say email is dead because social media is picking up or email will be dead in couple of months or years because social media is picking up and uh, we are one decade ahead and people are still talking the same language i still continue to see that there is myth that email will be dead while social media has obviously come to its full throttle uh i feel that uh, if you look at facebook so mark zuckerberg uh, started facebook and he reached out to people through emails first email is so fundamental to our life uh, when uh, he he started spamming through emails to the to the students list uh and said that you know some of your students have created profiles so why don't you come and you know create more profiles so that is how i remember and today whatever social uh, channels you use you obviously want to look at the digests with the summaries which comes right whether you use slack or whether you use flock or whether you use linkedin i think there's so many digests or summaries which comes over email email has become so fundamental to our life that uh, will it be dead obviously not uh, and not anytime sooner in one two decades uh, i don't know about uh, you know beyond one two decades but uh, email is definitely getting hotter i would say uh, email people realize that uh, whether it is uh, so there was again a myth that the millennials would be using social media more but today millennials 93% of the millennials are more active on email than any other platforms uh, because email is so non intrusive it is kept there it's a beautiful channel you can do so i mean amp 
you can bring life on emails right you really do not have to go to a landing page to bookmark something or you uh, you can take an appointment through uh, amp in the email right uh, there is bimi which has come which is a brand indicator uh, for, for message identification gmail is trying to bring in more and more interactive features gmail has been uh, why gmail created primary inbox uh, promotional inbox social inbox because uh, i call your inbox as the most busy marketplace ever i mean it's the bo- most busiest mar- busiest marketplace ever and to streamline the most busiest marketplace you need to see that when a user is going to primary he wants to look at the kind of content which is there in primary when users goes to promotions uh, they really want to look at offers they really the intent is to check out offers so i think that's how uh, uh, email is evolving that's how uh, msps are trying doing a lot of hard work to make sure that email remains uh, one of the most hottest uh, way people engage or communicate to each other perfect thanks for sharing those insights uh, on the email industry front now uh, also i want to understand like what is next for peppy post like you already gone ahead scaled and you're sending so many emails out there like what is next uh, on peppy posts list sure of course there are more customers uh, uh, we have 50000 of them and uh, uh, we want to obviously help a lot more customers save a lot of money if i if i look at uh, we would have saved millions of dollars to those 50000 customers because uh, they're getting get great inboxing all of that at 50% or lesser the price than most esps out there or most email service providers out there so obviously we want to reach out to more and more people to help them our uh, constant effort has been to improve our deliverability and uh, i would also like to share a confession i told you about our red ocean strategy where we launched opens free pricing uh, uh, it's a, it's a it's a heartbreak but we didn't continue with it uh, the 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 reason that we didn't continue with it is we obviously when we launched we got a lot of love uh we we were always on our live chat support talking to customers and understanding so we obviously have free live chat support which uh, most email delivery services back in the days didn't have uh, so uh, we always believe that uh, the more closer you are with your customers the better it is and uh, this i would uh, you know this is especially for saas that you know you talk to your customers a lot you should be very customer obsessed so with this whole free chat thing live chat always uh all uh, so three of us all our co-founders and the other people in the team we could talk to our customers we could understand you know what they need what they don't and uh, two years in business and we realized that we have got a lot of love because of our unique pricing but uh, it was also time to uh, invest the money back into our infrastructure we were uh, in 2017 late 2017 early 2018 we were trying to invest into artificial intelligence and machine learning uh, because deliverability is getting very complex uh, it is it is not so simple two years or three years back the way gmail would look at your uh, content piece or the way they would deliver your emails to your uh, users inbox from now it is like uh, it is much much ahead of time so we knew that uh, spam filters would get smart uh, msps would get smart and hence uh, an email delivery service with best practices would not just survive we need to invest into our system be more artificial intelligence and machine learning ready so that you can predict a lot of signals which otherwise a human mind cannot uh, read a lot of signals to be able to help people deliver better and uh, that is when we realized that uh, we are giving a lot of opens uh, free as uh, as a credit uh, we changed our pricing strategy uh, we were very uh, scared also that because 
initially we have got a lot of love people might think that you know this is the success has gone in the head uh, and uh, we are making a big jump uh, we also consulted to some of our uh, uh, early customers early adopter customers and we went back to them and we discussed and they said that we are there with you not because hop opens free we are there with you because you deliver our emails well in inbox and uh, uh, you know we don't mind uh, paying you a 20 30 40% extra uh, and that was obviously some customers spoken not all uh, we thought that let's try this out and uh, let's tell people that we are investing back uh, that money to make deliverability better and uh, to our surprise we got overwhelming response there were a couple of negative response but there was a lot of positive responses as a lot of love which poured in and and uh, we discontinued uh, uh, the open free model and uh, we had support of a lot of customers and uh, some customers who left they also circled back to us later and and we believed that it was not just pricing but our love for what we do like we said we we love emails a lot uh, we want to make sure that we hit inbox every day every time for every email and uh, that brought people back to us so uh, that is what uh, i would say that you know we continue to invest uh, in the future of peppy post uh, there is lot more uh, smartness we need to bring in our deliverability uh, we we are getting our systems amp ready and bimi ready and there are more technologies coming we are uh, also trying to educate our customers that how they can use these technologies better and uh, i i think uh, the core goal with peppy post is that uh, uh, when people think of uh deliverability they remember peppy post uh if they if they want an affordable email delivery they remember peppy post and uh, uh to a lot more extent we are also seeing that how we can make uh, uh marketers at scale smarter that they can send emails in a more personalized way because the future of email is not uh, uh you know picking up a very large segment and sending out uh, emails in bulk uh, it will be a lot more personalized so uh, peppy post continues to invest in those areas Sure. Was well, great to hear those those insights from your side. Uh, now uh, I understand like breaking down deliverability, performance, and what else is coming uh, back in emails. I'm sure that the audience is definitely going to go ahead and read up more on this. And it would be great if you could share that blog from 2009 where you said that emails uh, emails aren't dead because that's very resounding right now. And I I definitely see emails as a very good engagement channel for the years to come as well sure so sure. i think that blog has been taken down because that was the first blog early blog i wrote and uh, uh, i remember after that i wrote story of an email who landed in spam that uh, again that got a lot of love uh, i was like talking like there is an email who is telling its story why it landed in spam etc so i i used to write these uh, not very sensational but very uh, generic blogs uh, so we have taken down because we have uh we are now 6 7 websites ahead now you know there are so many versions so those blogs have not been there anymore yeah uh-huh. oh, okay okay great great uh also uh tanish i wanted to understand like apart from deliverability and emails from your side what do you think about this uh, saas industry in india like what do you think has been the change in the past few years and what it is right now sure i think uh my encounter with saas uh, has been not more than 3 years old uh, obviously saas industry is much older in india uh i would say that uh, indians are uh, very hard working people they are a lot of companies which are there today 
are in were in the mind of product managers or project managers or these ideas were with people who are creators and in india you would find a lot of creators and uh, uh, you know the entire saas industry i think uh, maybe some great saas product would be coming out from a product manager of this year uh, we don't know yet but uh, uh, this is where i see people who are managing teams or people who are managing products or people who are managing projects uh, they are very creative people and uh, i'm not saying that these are the only people who can create saas uh, companies there are obviously a whole lot of bunch out there uh, but i think uh, uh, this whole uh, this whole creativity of creating stuff is bringing a lot of saas love uh, in india i think uh, we have not yet reached to a stage where uh, saas explodes in india uh, maybe we are very very near to that stage or we uh, we are we are maybe very close to that stage i think saas is yet to explode we have some great examples of uh, great saas companies doing uh, doing uh, 100 million dollar plus kind of revenue or they have unicorn status who are uh, originated from india and now selling abroad i think this is a very promising uh, piece i think saas uh, and ai they are both equally promising uh, you know uh, 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 elements in the, in the industry today and uh, the next one or two decades uh, saas will be very big in india uh i think india would be maybe one of the largest country uh maybe there would be a silicon valley there may be one or two more silicon valleys within india uh, uh, uh that is where i see you know saas heading and uh i remember uh, you know ai uh, came in and a lot of things which you do today they have become smarter and uh, still ai has not uh, been at its uh, prime so ai still is at a very nascent stage and you take any uh, startup who is doing a data work or anything who is solving a problem uh, ai would take that startup and now start solving the pro- that problem smartly and uh, uh, basically what saas will do is help remove the frictions in the way people consume that startup service so i think uh, it goes hand in hand in lot of ways so i think people are today trying to uh, save the primary currency of everyone in the in, everyone in the world which is time uh you know uh, i feel that time is a primary currency uh, you earn money you spend money to save time and and uh, saas is sort of helping save a lot of time so every saas company is trying to do something which will save someone else's time uh and maybe in hours or in days or in months and that is why i think people uh, people are ready to pay a lot of money to spend uh, to save their primary currency which is time so i think uh, saas has to be big in india uh uh it's uh, it's about removing friction and people are good in india at identifying that okay there is this friction i would want to invest in it there is a niche who would want to pay me for removing that friction and i think as long as that is there uh, saas has a beautiful future in india awesome great to hear your thoughts on that uh now quickly wrapping up i would want to do like a quick uh, lightning round with you what do you know about your work now that you wish you'd known when you had first started okay uh so when i started working at 21 uh i wish i would have uh, known about saas at the age of 21 uh you know uh, this was uh, 13 14 years back i wish i would have known about saas or i would have started saas at 21 i would say that yeah okay perfect and uh, what's the number one thing that has helped you shorten your crafts learning curve i think getting my hands dirty uh, i i personally feel that uh, say when when we started pebby post we were three four members we wanted to build a team and uh, uh, amongst our uh, amongst our group 
we were very clear that whether it is SEO, SEM, whether it is writing a code, whether it is building a funnel, whether it is optimizing a funnel, whether it is experimenting or whether it is using a tool, uh, right from opening the shop to closing the shop, everything we wanted to make our hands dirty. Uh, because then, because then we realized that you know what skill set or what uh, craft we need in our team, and that's why we built our team very handpicked, a uh, very solid team to make sure that uh, uh, they continue to uh, work in a passionate way, and to understand that I mean, whom to hire was very important for us. So we made sure that we get our hands dirty, and I think that has been the obsession. Perfect. Perfect. And uh, what's, what keeps you going? Like, what's the motivation for you every single day? Uh, like I said, uh, for the love of emails, whatever we do, uh, so far at Pevy Post, it has always, always been the obsession is that we really love email as a channel. We really feel that uh, email is, uh, I mean, as important as storytelling. You know, uh, you look at any SaaS founder, uh, they get their investments in place because they tell the right story. And uh, I, I feel email is equally important to take story stories to people, to inboxes. And uh, that has always uh, been a motivating factor. So uh, we are very obsessed with emails. So I would say that what keeps me awake every day morning or what brings me to office every morning and all of us, in fact, in Post is the love of emails. Perfect. Thank you so much uh, for taking time out for the uh, call, Tanishq. Uh, it's it's a it's a real pleasure to be here and uh, discuss uh, about emails you know we we just love talking about emails no matter what is the forum so thanks for giving us the opportunity perfect i'm sure that the audience learned a lot about emails today and in case they would want to get more information or learn anything like how can they reach you sure i am uh, active on linkedin and twitter and uh, any email which people go and uh, if, if they go and sign up on pevipost.com it definitely reaches me. So they can always write me back from there. Perfect. Perfect. All right. Uh, wrapping up here. Thanks for taking time out for the call, Tanishq. And looking forward to hearing your stories on email in the future as well. Sure, Abhilash. Uh, it's a pleasure. And thank you for hosting me.